Have you noticed anything unusual when you walk by Joe Biden's house? That's right, the Help Wanted sign is still outside on the front lawn, big as life. It was supposed to be gone by now, but it's still there. It says, Help Wanted, Vice President of the United States. Must be a black woman. Helpful if you hate America, but don't make it too obvious. Good salary and benefits, including free Obamacare. Call Joe at 3030. If you walk over to the basement window and yell down to Joe and you ask him, Hey Joe, why is the sign still there, Joe? I thought you were supposed to pick somebody last week. What's taking so long? Come on, man. Don't rush me. I'm doing the best I can. My people keep telling me that they have it under control, but they never tell me anything. Well, maybe they told me, but maybe I forgot. I didn't forget. I'm just joking with you. Besides, don't you think I want to know who my vice president is going to be? I want to know just as much as you do. Do you know? Tell me if you know. Tell me. Hey, who are you anyway? I don't know who you are. Why don't you get off my lawn and leave me alone? I don't know about you, but I'm starting to get a little suspicious. Something is wrong. It doesn't take this long to pick a vice president, does it? Usually, by now, we know who it's going to be. But now we don't know. So something is up. And I just wonder what. Is it possible that now that people see Joe and listen to him, and they know his reputation for sniffing hair and touching women, is it possible that some women are rethinking their position? Oh, hello, Joe. Thanks for calling. Damn, I need to get that caller ID fixed. No, Joe, I, I wasn't talking to you. What can I do for you, Joe? Yes, I know you're still looking for someone to run with you on the ticket. No, I didn't know. Was I supposed to get back to you on that? I've been so busy, Joe, and I thought your people were going to call me. Well, yes, I, I have been thinking about it a lot, and it would be such a great honor being vice president, serving with you in the White House or, or your basement, whichever, seeing you every day, trying to figure out what you're saying. It'd be wonderful. No, I haven't made up my mind yet. Mr. Biden, no. No, of course not. I'm still interested, but I have so many things to consider. Yes, yes, I will. I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Yes, I promise I'll call you. You can count on it. No, something is wrong. What's going on here? I thought for sure it was going to be Kamala Harris, you know, the senator. She ran for president, but didn't make it very far. She also attacked Joe Biden in one of the debates, but Joe says he doesn't hold grudges. If he could remember his grudges, he probably would hold them. She used to be a tough prosecutor in San Francisco. In her first run for office, she beat a far-left lunatic who was the incumbent district attorney. She also ran a no-nonsense, tough-on-crime campaign, and she beat this guy who was the darling of the left. She was also endorsed by the police when she ran. By the police! She said she was running to protect people, to keep them safe. A Democrat running to keep people safe? That's ridiculous. What a nerve. At one campaign event, she actually told the audience that it was not a progressive value to be soft on crime. Then, when she ran for state attorney general of California in 2010, she also ran as someone who would be tough on crime. And she was. 
She was elected in 2010 and re-elected in 2014. And because she was tough on crime, a lot of Democrats don't like her to this day. They don't want Joe Biden to pick her. Now, she does come across as a very tough person, someone who isn't afraid to pick a fight. And even though everyone says her attack on Joe Biden won't influence him, how can Joe Biden overlook that? Kamala Harris is just not very popular with Democrats, and not at all with Republicans. This leaves Joe Biden in a tough spot. She's certainly qualified to be vice president, and if you were just looking at qualifications, it'd be a no-brainer, an easy choice. But Democrats don't like people who don't like criminals, so that makes her a tough choice. These days, Democrats like criminals more than they like people who don't commit crimes. Think about that. Democrats like criminals, and they don't like people who don't commit crimes. When she was running for district attorney in San Francisco, one of the most liberal cities in America, she ran as a tough-on-crime prosecutor, and she won in San Francisco. Only 16 years later, Democrats don't want her running for vice president because they've decided they like criminals. How could that be? Is America now more liberal than San Francisco? Her head must be spinning. She might be better off changing parties and becoming a Republican, because at this stage of the game, it's going to be very hard for her to convince Democrats that she has become a far-left radical almost overnight and have anyone actually believe that transformation. And she hasn't really made it clear yet that she hates America, so she has that against her too. No, the more you think about it, the more you have to think that she'd be a tough choice. Now, the name Susan Rice has been coming up a lot lately, and a lot of people say she now has the inside track on getting the job. She's a very smart woman and gets along great with Joe Biden, too. And some people say that because she knows him so well, she actually understands what he's saying, at least most of the time or some of the time. She was the U.N. ambassador in the Obama administration, and she served as a national security advisor, too. The fact that foreign policy in the Obama administration was maybe the worst failure in history doesn't hurt her chances at all. In a Democratic administration, all you have to do is talk very quietly and appease anyone and everyone, and don't stand up to anyone, and you're considered a success. And it helps if when you leave office, the country is much less safe than when you came into office. That's a hallmark of Democrat foreign policy. They want to be friends with world leaders, and everyone knows that. And they realize that taking advantage of people who only want to be liked is so easy. So they do it. Democrats say that because world leaders like them, that their foreign policy must be a success. It's just the opposite. These same foreign leaders say in private that Democrats don't understand that the only goal of foreign policy should be to improve the position of your country, not the other guy's country. They laugh at people like Barack Obama and John Kerry and Susan Rice because they're so weak, and they love weak people because you can take advantage of them. Foreign leaders must pray every night that Joe Biden gets elected and that he chooses Susan Rice as vice president because it'll be like hitting the lottery. But Susan Rice has a problem. It's Benghazi. Remember that little fiasco? She was the one 
who took center stage on the cover-up after our embassy was attacked and we needlessly lost four people. She was the one who went on television numerous times to lie about why the attack happened. Everyone knew she was lying, but even today Democrats defend her and her lies. She was also part of the failed Libya policy and the Iran deal that would make them a nuclear power. The foreign policy failures of the Obama administration are too many to relive. But she was in the middle of a lot of those failures. But because world leaders liked Obama, among the left and the media, his foreign policy is still considered a success. So Susan Rice, despite her failures, is also a success. But she's not a great politician, and that isn't helpful to Joe Biden. She won't get voters excited because she just isn't very exciting herself. So that isn't helpful either. So can he really pick her? And if you look at the other possibilities, there isn't much there that will galvanize the party. Karen Bass, the congresswoman from California, she was looking pretty solid until a few days ago. She's the chair of the Congressional Black Caucus, a good speaker, solid experience too. But for some reason, Democrats seem to be backing away. Why are they backing away? for some pretty unusual reasons. She was a big supporter of Fidel Castro when he was alive and even when he was dead. She visited Cuba a lot and seemed to really like communism, too. That makes her an average Democrat, I know. All Democrats love Fidel Castro. They want someone just like him to run America. Maybe Biden thinks it would be overkill to have another communist so close to him, he already has Bernie and AOC, too, so it could be that he thinks Karen Bass is one red too many. She also seems to like Scientology, so that could be hurting her chances, too. I just don't see Karen Bass as vice president. Val Demings from Florida is a possibility, but she's a former police officer, and Democrats don't like the police very much these days. But she does hate the president, but don't they all? Tammy Duckworth? She's the senator from the famously corrupt state of Illinois, and she's a war hero who lost her legs in Iraq when her helicopter was shot down. She really hates the president. She's brought her hate to a whole new level. But Tammy? That's a 50s movie name. I just don't see a vice president named Tammy. Then there's always Elizabeth Warren. The people who like her are very enthusiastic, and the Biden campaign could sure use some enthusiasm. And she has a great field operation, and that's something that Joe could also use. But she's white, and in the Democrat Party, being white is not good. Of all the candidates, she'd be the most intelligent pick, the one who would bring the most to the table. But he'd get so much criticism for picking her. He might be called a racist. He could certainly be accused of breaking a promise. Everyone expects him to pick a woman of color, and if he doesn't, he could be in big trouble. He just keeps putting the decision off. We were told that by now he'd have announced his choice, but he hasn't. He doesn't want to because he wants Elizabeth Warren because she's the best choice, and he knows it, and so do all of his advisors, and they can't pick her, and that's causing them to dither, to avoid any decision at all, but he can't do that much longer. Of course, the only other unanswered question is, why hasn't Joe and Barack Obama been able to convince Michelle Obama to run? Why hasn't she jumped at the chance to run with Joe? 
should bring a lot to the campaign. Money, enthusiasm, and she admits she hates America. So what could be better? If she says to fund the police, every Democrat would get behind that idea. And after four years, she'd be a shoo-in to run for president and win. And then would have four years of Joe Biden and eight years of Michelle Obama. If at the end of her term, we haven't become a socialist dictatorship, then it'll probably never happen. Never. But I suspect we would be just like Cuba by then, or Venezuela, or communist China. Maybe the delay in picking a VP has everything to do with Michelle Obama. Is it possible that she's changing her mind about running? A year ago, I would have said she would never consider it. But maybe I was wrong. Joe and Barack maybe have been working on her, and maybe she's changing her mind. Otherwise, we'd already have his pick. It hasn't been announced because Michelle maybe has asked for just a little more time to make up her mind. Now, she knows if she runs with Joe, it pretty much guarantees he'll be in the White House in January. And it also means that she'll be the first female president of the United States after Joe leaves office. I'm not saying it's a lock that Michelle Obama is going to run for vice president, but I truly believe that she's giving it a lot of consideration. I think she just might do it because it would get rid of Donald Trump, and she hates him so much. And it would put us on a path to socialism, and that might be just too hard to refuse for her. Get rid of Trump and a socialist dictatorship to boot. It doesn't get any better than that for her and her husband and AOC and most Democrats. And who would be the Fidel Castro of America? Barack? Could be. Five years ago, even two years ago, if anyone would have said that this could happen in America, they would have been laughed at. They would have been called a crazy person. But no one's laughing now, are they? Because everyone knows it could happen for real. If there was ever a time for Americans to come to their senses, it is now. This is serious. They are serious. We may need a miracle in November because otherwise we're facing the worst possible outcome, the end of the United States of America as we know it. Hey, why isn't anyone laughing?